and welcome back. Today is January 31st, 2021, and this is episode 39, and the title is, Are You Lost in the Label World? Pour some sugar on it. Today I want to talk about the issue of food labels. Some of the food labels, because there are so many that I can't possibly cover all of them in one episode. Sometimes I wish this was not something I had to tell people all the time while shopping. But sadly, with the way our food system has changed, we are forced to read labels. Okay, so not too bad. You pick up a box or a package of something and read it. Then you decide if it is for you or not. I wish it was that simple but it's not. Just when you think you got it figured out, there is something new, or there's a catch or a trick. And most of the time, even if you are reading everything, there are so many terms on that label that you need an interpreter to translate them. So today, I will touch on some of the labels, but this is only a small scratch on the surface. Some of you have asked me about sugars and all the alternatives. It is no secret that the number one leading cause of the obesity epidemic is high consumption of sugar. But sugar is not only the cause of weight gain, it has many health effects, some very obvious, some not so much. So people have become more cautious about their sugar consumption in the past two decades. In response to this demand, manufacturers have increasingly become more creative. 20 years ago, the predominant sources of calorie-free sugar substitutes were three products, all of which are very harmful, and I will elaborate. Sweet and low what I like to call the pink evil. Main ingredients, saccharin, which has been linked to bladder cancer and other health-related issues. Equal, what I like to call the blue evil. Each equal spoonful contains maltodextrin, aspartame, and esosulfame potassium. Aspartame is considered by the FDA as generally safe for human consumption. But forgive me if I do not have much faith in the FDA when it comes to healthy food rating. Ironic, right? The Food and Drug Administration. An overwhelming amount of research points to accumulating evidence that frequent consumers of these sugar substitutes, especially aspartame, may be at increased risk of excessive weight gain, metabolic syndrome, type 2 diabetes, and cardiovascular disease. Wait a minute. I thought these were supposed to fix our weight gain problem and diabetes problem. But hold on. A particular research article published by researchers at the Purdue University discusses these findings and they hypothesize that consuming sweet-tasting but non-caloric or reduced-calorie food and beverages sweetened with artificial compounds like aspartame interferes with the learned response that normally contribute to glucose and energy homeostasis. This means that 
frequent consumption of high-intensity sweeteners may have the counterintuitive effect of inducing metabolic syndrome. In simpler terms, they actually desensitize you to sugar and make you crave more sweets and foods. There goes the weight loss out of the window. Maltodextrin is extracted mainly from corn and it is high on the glycemic index, meaning that it can cause a spike in your blood sugar. Bad for everyone, especially bad for diabetics. Acesulfame potassium contains the carcinogen methylene chloride. So in summary, equal stands for equal amounts of three known carcinogenic, toxic, and harmful ingredients all in one nice blue package. Splenda, what I like to call the yellow evil. The sweetness of Splenda is due to a chemical compound called sucralose, a type of indigestible sugar that is made in the lab, nothing natural about it, it's by replacing certain atoms in sugar, mostly hydrogen atoms, with atoms of chlorine. Note, chlorine is one of the main ingredients in bleach. Again, FDA ruled Splenda as generally safe for human consumption, with the exception of people with certain genetic disorder, namely phenylketonuria. Other health complications have been linked to consumption of Splenda, including digestive issues due to altering intestinal microbe levels. It kills your good microflora, basically. Altered insulin and glucose levels in the blood. And in 2015, a paper published in International Journal of Occupational and Environmental Health showed a link between consumption of Splenda and certain hematopoietic malignancies, in other words, blood cancers. It is believed that cooking with sucralose, main ingredient of Splenda, may produce toxic compounds called chloropropanols. In summary, Splenda is a concentrated dose of gastrointestinal irritants, toxic chemicals, and carcinogens all nicely packaged in a yellow package. Alright, so you avoid sugar, the white evil, the pink, the blue, and the yellow evils as well. How about all other healthy alternative claims? Here are a few. Swerve. It is extracted from certain plants, they do not say which, and fermented into three ingredients, erythritol, oligosaccharides, and natural flavors. Again, not listed what natural flavors. Erythritol is a sugar alcohol, also known as polyols, which are natural compounds in some plants like watermelon, grapes, and others. But they do cause some digestive issues in larger amounts, and it doesn't have to be very large. Polyols are one of the main ingredients in many laxatives, sugar-free gums, and toothpaste. You got it. In large amounts, it can cause gas, bloating, and diarrhea, hence the use in laxatives. Next is coconut sugar. 
Here is how it's made. The liquid sap from the flower of the coconut palm is collected into containers. The sap is placed under heat until most of the water has evaporated. Is it better for you than sugar? Hmm. Well, coconut sugar retains very small amounts of some minerals, antioxidants, and fiber. However, its high sugar content outweighs any potential benefits from those. So it is not much different when you are trying to limit sugar or calories for that matter. Is it better than white sugar? Hmm, yeah, a little bit. Next is Rx sugar, which is the brand name. Main ingredient is allulose, which is a rare type of sugar, much like fructose, but structurally arranged differently so that it is not absorbed like fructose, hence the calorie-free character. As far as safety and side effects, the studies in animals only go as far back as two years. And so far, no adverse effects have been found. So is it safe? I cannot say with 100% certainty because it is new. And as I said, only two years of laboratory research on animals are available. So personally, I have not tried it and do not know how it tastes. So I cannot recommend it until I do. That is simply my policy. Next is agave syrup. This is not a calorie-free, sugar-free food. On the contrary, it contains natural sugars from the plant. The sap is boiled into syrup, much like maple syrup. There are some structural differences between those, but if your goal is to reduce sugar and calories, this is not what you want. If you want a natural syrup, okay, to consume in small amounts, not necessarily good for weight management or diabetes. Maple syrup, pretty much like agave from the sap of maple, but it does contain sugar and calories. Is it better than white table sugar? Yes, but again, if you want to reduce sugar intake, calorie control, and weight management and diabetes, not really a good choice on a regular basis. In small amounts, it's fine. Monk fruit, also known as Lohan Gu or Swingle fruit, is a small round fruit native to southern China. It has been used for centuries in Eastern medicine as a cold and digestive aid, and now it is also being used to sweeten foods and beverages. Monk fruit sweeteners are created by removing the seeds and the skin of the fruit, crushing the fruit, and collecting the juice. The fruit extract or juice contains zero calories per serve. Monk fruit sweeteners are permitted in the United States for use uh, in foods and beverages by the United U.S. Food and Drug Administration or the FDA. The sweetener is usually less sweet than sugar and many other alternatives. It is suitable for baking due to heat stability. Next is yacon syrup or yacon sugar. The yacon root is a root vegetable, obviously. Uh, yacon is native to South America and is prized for its abundant health benefits. The plant itself mostly made up of insoluble fibers. Those are sugars that the body can't digest. 
the fact that they can't be digested, these fibers, the root vegetable is um, super healthy and has many health benefits. While the root itself sort of looks like a sweet potato, yacon syrup is extracted from the vegetable and looks very much like molasses. The dark brown syrup is sweet like caramelized sugar and is used as a gut healthy alternative to agave syrup and other natural and processed uh, sweeteners. Although yacon syrup is refined sugar free, yacon syrup carbs are really good for you carbs. They called fructooligosaccharides or FOS for short. Fructooligosaccharides are found in many fruits and vegetables such as bananas, garlic, onions, leeks, chicory roots, asparagus, jicama, and of course the yacon plant. Yacon is recommended for diabetics. Stevia, what is it? Highly purified extract from the leaves of a shrub that traditionally grew in South America, mainly for its use in homeopathic medicine. Stevia leaf extract is 200 to 300 times sweeter than sugar. Here is some facts about stevia. In many cultures, it has been used by the mouth for medicinal purposes such as lowering blood pressure, treating diabetes, heartburn, high uric acid levels in the blood, for weight loss, to stimulate the heart rate, and for water retention. Extracts from stevia leaves are available at sweeteners in Japan, South Korea, Malaysia, Taiwan, Russia, Israel, Mexico, Paraguay, Uruguay, Venezuela, Colombia, Brazil, and Argentina. In the United States, stevia leaves and extract are not approved for use as a sweetener not as a sweetener, but they can be used as a dietary supplement or in some skin products. Don't ask me why, but they're a dietary supplement, not a sweetener in the U.S. <clears throat> in December of 2008, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration granted generally recognized as safe or grass status to ribadenocyte A, one of the chemicals in stevia to be safe as food additive sweetener. So this list is not complete, but it includes most of the common ones. So here comes the million dollar question. What are the best sugar alternatives that I recommend? Here they are in order and depending on your goals. If you want to limit sugar in your diet for calories, for weight loss, diabetes, or other health concerns, here are my top three picks. Number one, stevia extract. Most pure granulated forms are best. Avoid Truvia, sweet leaf, and Purvia. I cannot get into the details about that just in this episode. Yacon syrup and yacon sugar is number two. The most pure organic forms are best. Number three, monk fruit extract. This is far less sweet than stevia or sugar, but some people prefer this to stevia because of the taste preference. I cannot with confidence recommend Swerve or RX sugar or allulose simply because there have not been 
uh, long-term studies yet, enough of them, and they're new, and I have not personally tried them. So I cannot really say if I recommend them for taste or anything else. This does not mean that they are bad for you. I just can't say for sure. Now, maple syrup, agave syrup, and coconut sugar are better than sugar, sugar substitutes, and corn syrup or rice syrup. But they are not sugar-free or calorie-free. So there you have it. Today, I only covered sugars and sugar substitutes, only some of them and some of the alternatives. In the near future, I will cover some other labels. I hope that this gives you a little map in the label world so you don't get lost as often. So if you have any questions about sugars, other foods, labels, or anything, you know I'm happy to find answers for you if I don't have them. So reach out if I can help. Answer any burning questions. Challenge me. Inspire me. I need them all. Thank you for listening today and every week. And always thanks to those who provide me with inspiration for episodes with questions that I get to research. So listen, reach out and send me your thoughts, your questions. Here is how. Best way is email, contact at drlolly.com or message me on my Facebook page, Dr. Lolly PhD. Until then, to your health and happiness.